What's good, everybody? Late night rant. Um, just wanted to talk about what it's like being a young professional in a competitive and creative field. What is up, everybody? It's about 12.25 a.m. Um, I just wanted to go on a little bit of an interesting episode for Digsy Radio episode 6. Um... I just wanted to make sure everybody had a fantastic Dixie day. I know I released some stuff about D17 clothing, a whole bunch of stuff going on with the studio um, and releasing this new episode um, since we recently hit 100 active listeners on here um, across all streaming services from SoundCloud to iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and I think Overcast is the new one that we got put on. Um, thank you to everybody worldwide from the UK, the Netherlands, France, Qatar, and whoever else is listening. Just thank you so much for all the support, for streaming, for subscribing. Um, I take it very dearly, and I wish I could send people stuff, um, but I don't know who's listening. So please tweet me, continue to tweet me so I can see what's going on um, and leave your feedback about these episodes. But I wanted to do a quick type of not rant, but just a little bit of explaining more on my background and more of what I've gone through so far um, with the studio and what it's like being a young professional um, in this whole marketing design um, creative industry. So I'm um, going back a little bit on myself. I graduated from Towson University last year with my BFA in um, digital art and design. And I started Dixie 17 Productions probably when I was 19, so my junior year of college. Um, I had always been around designing. I had always been around marketing, but I never really took the chance of putting it in a more formal perspective, and that's when I started the studio. Um, now I know a lot of people out there either are doing freelance, they're starting their own collectives, or they're starting their own studios, and, you know, that's amazing watching people expand and watching them grow and using their resources and using their degrees to a real service. Um, but there's always that weird, weird phase in your career where you're not quite where you want to be, and starting out is always sometimes very hard. Um, I know a lot of people see commercials or they see content where these young, super young designers are 12 years old getting a fashion line at Fashion Week Paris, or somebody is creating a shoe with Nike, at 18 years old. Um, and sometimes for people, you know, not necessarily myself, but a lot of people get a little bit discouraged from that. Um, and I will say there's some points in my career where I felt kind of a step behind or I wasn't where I wanted to be because even though I'm still young, you know, could I have designed something at 15? Could I have done something at 17? Could I have, you know, started the studio earlier than I did at 19? Um, just, it's always very interesting and a very, how can I put this? It's a very, very interesting way of going through this field and being so young because sometimes a lot of people will overlook you or look down upon you because, you know, not having professional experience or not really getting a lot of real world practicality in certain things. Um, so it's not necessarily bad being a young professional or being someone that's extremely, you know, inexperienced in the creative field, but still has the talents to make stuff and beautiful content. Um, 
that stuff takes a lot of time. I'm slowly learning that day by day. I know a lot of people slowly learning that day by day, whether it comes to taking their work and getting paid for it, whether they're doing things for just the exposure or they're doing things just to have more practical skills. Because a lot of the times, you know, starting out, you're not going to get that super big you know, $10,000 client, as much as we all dream about it, um, you may strike gold. I don't know. I I wish I did. Um, But it takes time to build those relations. It takes time to build your network. And it takes time to get people to buy into what you're trying to sell. Because at the end of the day, even though we're all artists or creatives and things of that nature, at the end of the day, you're selling a product. Your service is your product. So being able to get people to trust what you can do, getting people to have confidence in what you can be able to put out is probably one of the hardest things right now is being a young professional. Um, You know, you can do a lot of things such as building your social media, getting your website out, you know, putting a lot of content on the internet, whether it's on YouTube, Vimeo, you know, expanding to Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, getting people to see and get the validity of what you can do. Um, I know for me, that's always been something that I wouldn't say that I struggle with, but starting out in the beginning, it was hard to get people to buy into what you do. Inside, you know you can do the work, and you can have an understanding of what people need or what a client wants or what um, a group or organization wants. But it's being able to take those skills and put that into a practical you know, situation that you can create that logo, you can create that flyer, you can do that campaign, you can increase that revenue. Um, that's always the hardest thing. And being able to get that chance to do it is another step, you know, getting able to do that. So, you know, being a young professional is, it's very difficult. It, it has its ups and downs. But I know one of the best things about being so young is there's so much room for improvement and there's so many ways to fail and failing in a good way. Um, whether you want to do design, whether you want to do music, whether you want to do film, whether you want to do photography, um, you have room to fail. And it's okay to fail. Not saying that, oh, I suck and stuff like that. Don't think that way. Think of it as you have the opportunity to do as many pathways and as many creative things as possible. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. There's always ways and there's always time to get back and kick back to what you want to do because there's other outlets. So let's say you want to be a graphic designer, but let's say, you know, it's not coming to where you want it to be. You can take that time to go get a camera and shoot pictures. You can take that time to shoot video. You can take that time to go get FL Studio or Ableton and make music. You can take that time to, you know, maybe not go into music, but you can go into engineering and mixing or you can go into graphic design. It doesn't necessarily have to be flyers. It could be package design. It could be corporate design. It could be even just um, <clears throat> passion projects that you like to do um, every now and then. So being able to take that time that you have now to work on what you have, perfect your craft, and you know build your strengths is probably one of the best things that you can do as a young professional and why you still have that time to grow and build and formulate your resume, you know, critique your own portfolio and build platforms for yourself instead of having to rely on, you know, trying to find that key client or trying to find that key opportunity because 
when it comes to being able to get that, you know, get that client for your own or being able to get that opportunity for yourself, there's so many pathways of doing it because of social media, um, somebody may see what you post on Instagram, somebody might retweet what you what you post. Um, and it takes one celebrity to see it and catch a cosign, or it takes one person just to like it. And you know, you expand, you explode so freaking big that, you know, it's, it's hard to take in sometimes. And, you know, being that young person, and being that, you know, fresh out of school, always be conscious of your talent, and always be you know, very mentally prepared for what there is to come because there's going to be people that are going to say no. There's going to be people that are going to try to knock you down. There's going to be people that are just going to try to scam you for free work. There's going to be a lot of people that will try to use you in a way that's beneficial for them, but it's not beneficial for you. And when you look at it in the long run, it may not have been the perfect situation. I know something for me that it took me a long time for some clients to say no. Um, being the person that I am, I'm always so nice and caring and very open and willing to do a lot of things. It took me a very long time to actually say, no, I cannot do this right now. Um, you know, I'm not in the right state of mind to get this done to the way you want it or no, it's too much for me to handle. I know the worst things you can possibly do is stressing yourself out with multiple, multiple, multiple projects with such small deadlines. Um, for me personally, coming from a real life experience, I at one point I had six, seven projects and they were all due within two weeks. And being the uh, creator that I am, you know, I'm much of a perfectionist. I like to get things done thoroughly and the correct way um, six projects in two weeks is not enough time to get things done the way that you wanted to. Now you may, may be able to knock things out super fast and all that, but you want to be able to, when you give that client their work, you give them that logo, or you give them that flyer, you want them to be confident in you. You want to be confident in yourself. You want to build that trust. You want to build that network and doing that through your work is going to be the easiest way to do it because it's something that you love to do or something that you like to do. And it's not forced upon. It's not like you have to go to a social or go to an event and try to get people to buy into what you like. Use your work to speak for itself. Put your work out there, you know, watermarking and all that stuff. Put it out there so people can see it and put it out there so you can build that validity and you can build that confidence and you can build that trust for yourself. So when people come to you, they understand what you can do. They can understand the time you can do it. They can understand that it's financially set for them and understand that you can grow along with it, not only in just building something, but building a relationship, being able to be that person that that client looks for. So when they refer you to somebody else and when you build that client base, you become very reliable and you become more of a resource and not an asset. That's probably one of the biggest things that you can be to a client is being a resource to them and not being an asset or a, li um, a liability that can, you know, excuse me, fuck up anything that you're trying to do. Um, because a lot of the times there's a lot of money that can go on the table when it comes to working with the client. And you do not want to mess that up. You do not want to get on anybody's bad side. You do not want to mess up anything that people go along with. Because if you mess with the train, it's going to mess up a lot of opportunity for you. Because word gets around and 
you know, you don't want that for yourself. And I know I don't want that either. And I think I said liability and asset or resource and asset. Um, to clarify, you want to be a resource and an asset, and, but not a liability. You don't want to be a negative experience on your client. You want to be the most positive thing they possibly can. You want to save their life. You want to fix their problems. I know you might get some weird things like somebody saying, make it pop or go flashy or stuff like that. Um, and that goes into building the relationship with your client to make sure that you always ask questions. Ask a lot of questions. If you ever sit down with the client, what I do personally is I have a client sheet. Take your client sheet, write down their name, uh, who their main point of contact is, the deadline, and any and million questions of what you're going to ask them. What colors do you want? Um, if you're a type of person that reference a lot of things, what type of style do you want? Do you know what type of font you want? Do you know what type of icons do you want? Do you know what type of color schemes you want that go along with the color? Um, it's always good to ask a lot of questions, where they're going to put it, and how you can go into budgeting, how you're going to price it. Because if somebody takes a logo, and let's say they're just going to put it on their social media, you don't want to get caught in an awkward fender bender where they take that logo and they put it on t-shirts and they sell it to merchandise or they put on a sticker a sticker and they sell it or they put it on some other type of things and make more money and you don't want to look you know, like you got caught with your face in the dirt because now they're monetizing what you made and you're not getting of that back. Um, it's always good to ask questions. It's always good to get as most questions as you can. It's always good to try to get everything out. So when it comes to making that draft or it comes to making that um, first attempt, you can show that your understanding is perfectly clear because it's going to show in your work. It's going to show what you put in that sheet. It's going to show what questions you ask the client. And it's going to show how much you understand your client through your relationship and um, how you rock with them. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's always good working with clients. It's always nice to have money um, because a lot of people think that when you try to do something, the profit goes into uh, working with putting money in your pocket because a lot of people don't know that a lot of the money that you make goes into building their website. It goes into getting new equipment. It goes into getting a lot of other products you need, equipment you need, um, and using your work and using your services is going to be one of your best ways. Don't, you know, early on as a young professional, you might have to dip into your pockets a few times, but it's always good when you get that residual money. Um, you can put it into your studio and you don't have to always worry about, oh, I have to pay this, I have to pay that, because life will hit you and student loans suck and paying the car insurance sucks and you know paying rent sucks and all that um but you want to be able to make sure that you set yourself in a position that you can monetize and there's multiple ways to do it through youtube through um instagram advertisements um, there's multiple ways that you can make money nowadays it's not more or less just talking to clients you can have so many outlets that is freaking insane and you can always keep yourself sustained and you can always put, you know, a little bit of stuff in your pocket if you want to. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I 
don't know what else to do for episode six. I know a lot of other things are coming with the studio. Um, I know a lot more interviews. I'm still working on a lot of the interviews. We had some setbacks um, just scheduling and getting people on the show. But I'm going to start doing that more and going live on the studio page and on the studio Facebook um, for the podcast. And I'm trying to keep up my word of posting on Thursdays. Um, I had to post a little bit early this week because it was the first ever Digsy Day 2017-717-17. That's when I talked about everything with D17 Clothing. I talked about with the studio, um, some campaigns coming. I know some stuff with Kasim, um, a couple of other artists. Um, Shouts out to Al Marilyn with the Free 99 show. We did a flyer for that. Um, and a couple other projects I can't really talk about right now. But going into the campaign, there's going to be a lot being posted on that site. It's going to be a lot posted on the Instagram. Um, and just showing, like I said, as a young professional, what I can do, what the studio can do, and how we're becoming a more of a transformative agency. And, you know, the different outlets of how we do things, like with the Hughes Gallery, Um being able to push out a lot more content and being able to push a lot more, you know, things for people to view, people to interact with, um, setting goals for myself. I'd like to do a pop-up for D17 sometime in the fall. I'd like to, you know, maybe even get an intern with the studio. I'd like to do more video interviews with the podcast and posting them on YouTube so people can see Um, what's going on, who I'm interviewing with on a visual basis and not just all audio. Um, And also, I'm working with an app that I'm going to be posting on. It's called Anchor, I believe. And I'm going to be posting some exclusive audio content from the podcast on there as well. Um, Just small tidbits of things. I may even put them on here as a compilation. Um, And later on in the week, I'll do a week of highlights just what's going on with the studio, more in-depth. Um, not necessarily one of these late-night rants, but just more in-depth of what's going on with me, what's going on with the studio, and what's going on um, in my community, in the DMV, um, or even locally. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for now. Um, once again, thank you to everybody that listens to the podcast. Thank you to all the listeners across the world. It's really interesting being able to say that now because I've got data to back it up. Um, just thank you to everybody. Thank you to the people in Europe. Thank you to the people in Asia. I want to try to get some people in Africa and South America. Um, of course, everybody in the U.S., thank you for streaming. Always be sure to subscribe. Always be sure to leave a review. Everybody who did the sticker giveaway on the past few episodes, I'll be sending those out. Um, the exclusive Digsy Radio stickers, they're clear. They look good on a laptop. They look good on your MacBook. Um, I just want to keep making content. I just want to keep making people happy and engaging in as many ways as possible. I hope that people go to D17 Clothing and check out the ADC reveal. going to be showing the lookbook for that soon. The new site's going to be up. I'm um, going to be super limited with the release. It's going to be a great time. New wristbands, a whole bunch of other fancy stuff I can't talk about just yet. Um, the Digsy Radio commercial with the cat was amazing. And um, the reception on here is great. I love the support. I love the sense of getting 
the joy of helping people. Um, that's always been my goal is to make an impact and make sure that people always get the resources they need. And I'm glad that Digsy Radio in the studio can be a resource um, for anybody. So thank you. And uh, I will see you all in a couple of days. Peace.